Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Reddit decided to come up with uh, 75 things uh, annoying people say all the time. Oh, we don't have the time to go through all 75. <laughs> Seems like a long list. It's a, yes. Well, there's a lot well, of annoying there's people. probably more things that annoy people. I noticed this morning, I kept throwing up my pants. I'm like, why are my pants falling down? I realized I forgot my belt. Oh. Now I'm completely throwing yeah. <laughs> So annoying things people say. I don't mean to be rude, but. Oh, man. Let's agree to disagree. <sighs> no offense, but. Yeah, the, the, anything with the but. Mm-hmm. Right, like love you, but no offense, but it's just you're you're putting it out there. I'm about to say something that's going to offend you. It's the I'm not racist, but yeah, right. <laughs> it was just a joke. Let's unpack that. Okay. I'd like to speak to the manager. Well, that's oh, all the Karens out man. there. Yeah. Here's the deal. These are annoying things people say. Okay. Why are you in such a bad mood? Yeah, try that at home with your uh, spouse. Live, love, laugh. Mm-hmm. Calm down. Yeah, say that to your spouse. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them to calm down. <laughs> Goes over well. Uh-huh. Must be nice, you know, when somebody says they're going on vacation or they got a new car or something, and you snarkily say, must be nice. Per my last email, oh, the one that drove us crazy during COVID, do your own research. Right, yeah. Or the you do you. Yes. Never need to hear that one ever again. I'm only saying what everyone is thinking. Everything happens for a reason. Please and thank you. But only if you say them back to back like that. Okay. Sorry, not sorry. The customer is always right. That's my truth. People don't like me because I'm honest. No, people don't like you because you're annoying. So I'm sure we're all guilty of having said some of those along uh-huh. the way. I'm, I, I certainly said let's agree to disagree many a time. <laughs> <laughs> many, many a time. But if you're using them all the time. Right. Well, and, and you do you is now the conversation ender, right? Mm. Like it's, it's the I don't want to get into this with you. Mm-hmm. So you do you. Mm-hmm. I did notice uh, certainly yesterday being at this funeral home. That I I, uh, I I went in, paid my respects, and, you know, there's people milling about and talking. And I didn't really know these people all that well. They were family to Maria, but kind of second, third over people I never normally would have um, seen or spent any time with. So didn't know any of them. So I, I really went in, did my little thing, only just handshakes, no kissing, was washing my hands after, uh, you know, with sanitizer, and then stayed out in the lobby, basically. Like, I just did not want to be crowded in with all those people. Was the Italian crowd still uh, going in for the kiss? Hard some, and heavy? Some of the olders were. Yeah? yeah? the older ones were. It seems to me that the younger uh, generation seems to have laid off of it. It's, it's a mix. It's certainly not to the extent it once was. Right. I mean, you'd go to a wedding or a funeral, and you'd come out just like you're looking like you'd been in a sauna. Right. He's drenched with saliva and bad breath. See a lot more of the masks making their way back into uh, not at these everyday events. life. No, not necessarily those those events, but no. just in terms of general you know, public settings, whether it be uh, arenas or, or grocery stores, malls. I, I, I've seen uh, more coming back as, as case numbers have gone up, and that that warning's been out there. And certainly, you know, for the vulnerable, 
Um, so if they want to do that, it, not to use the you do don't, you don't phrase say, again. Don't I say know. it. Don't say it. But, but, don't that, be annoying. But it is amazing. And I find it almost a reverse annoying to it because it doesn't bother me. If you're, if you're doing what you feel you want to do, go ahead and do it. But there's some people who get really offended or annoyed by that. See, I haven't seen any of that. And they have to pop right up. I've seen it online already. Oh, well, maybe online. Yeah. But I've never, I haven't seen anybody say anything directly to their face about no. it. No. Uh, because usually, yeah, it's... Uh, it, it's I love that too, when people get right into their face. Mm. <laughs> like, they're wearing the mask because they were trying to avoid you. Yeah. Well, look, I, they did say deaths from COVID numbers are up, but you say that and immediately eyes start to roll in the back of people's heads. And I know that uh, some uh, health officials are saying, look, we should maybe get back to some mask mandates. And there was even a little murmur of uh, travel restrictions again last week. No politicians putting any of that in place now. <laughs> no, there is not a chance. You might, as well, election time, no. you might as well be the uh, prime minister of England and just lock your door and walk out because <laughs> nobody cares to hear that from anybody ever again. Well, if you got an extra $57,000 just burning a hole in your pocket. Who doesn't? You could uh, get buried alive and then dug up again just to see what it feels like. That'll cost you what? Yeah, $57,000. It's supposed to give you a renewed lust for life. Oh, Lord. It comes with a full fake funeral according to your religious customs. The price tag is equally as scary as the deed itself, Fifty-seven grand. Now, here's the problem outside of the fifty-seven grand, uh, This is all a startup company in Russia. I think they're going to take your 57 grand, bury you, and leave you there. I'm not trusting this startup out of Russia. So you're going to dig me back up? Dom. Oh, yeah. They'll dig you back uh -huh. up. Uh-huh. I'm ready now. Hello? Hello? Oh, my goodness. Can you? I can't even imagine. No. My skin is crawling just thinking about uh. that. There's an online funeral version that only costs 15000 It's supposed to offer divine healing, stress therapy for fears and anxiety, and helps you close chapters in your life. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I guess there's a nice perk, though. You get to keep the coffin as a souvenir. Oh, okay. So Save it for later. You're going to need <laughs> it. You try it out to see if it's yeah. comfortable. You're going to need it. So I guess you've never sat through that Ryan Reynolds Buried movie, huh? No. No. I stumbled upon it and it, it, it freaked me out. I just, it's so intense and so insane. And, uh, if I ever got the chance to interview him, that would be my one question. I'd be like, that's, was that all CGI or were you really laying on your back in that thing all that time? Probably not all that time, I mean, I'm but sure I'm sure there were a few takes there. Yeah, and I'm sure he wasn't actually buried, buried, but, uh, boy, oh boy, just being in that coffin with yeah. like, next to no room. Um, yeah, and was it locked? Like, could he get out if he mm. wanted to? Was there a, an escape? Yeah, I don't know. It didn't, uh, was it David Blaine who did that too? Mm -hmm. As well as stunt guys do these buried alive stunts. Yeah. Oh, no, no thank you. Nope. No, uh, I'll, pa I'll pass. So, <laughs> I'm sure. I prefer to bury myself in debt. Yeah, and I, listen, you know what to make me feel good? I'll take that 57 grand and do a bunch of renos in my house. <laughs> Build me a big, beautiful shower and bury myself in that. How was your weekend? You were just talking about uh, being up in uh, uh, Family Fall Farms and all the fun families seem to be having with that. I uh, spent Sunday at a uh, funeral home in the morning, which was uh, not pleasant. Whoa. And then I was in church in the afternoon for a baptism. 
So the full circle of life going on there. <laughs> the Elton John played in the background. Yeah. Well, it was uh, rather warm in that church, or maybe I just caught on fire. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I said, I kept pulling up my collar saying, is anybody else really hot in here? I'm, I'm burning up over here. What, is it, what the hell's going on in here? <laughs> Anyhow, a lovely little baptism and a meal after. And I, I got to learn that if you, uh, if you don't get baptized, you can't go to heaven. I learned that. Okay. You yeah. got to have the baptism. But it seemed to me like every one of those kids was crying. Because they didn't want to get baptized either. As soon as that water hit their head, what the hell's going on? Every time. Yeah, because most of them were asleep. Or you'd always get one or two of them who burst into, you know, complete screaming fits. Right. I felt bad that there was one kid, I guess the parents hadn't gotten around to the whole baptism thing. Because he had to be, I'm going to say he's about three, maybe. All right. Enough, uh, enough of an age that he could really put up a fuss about this whole thing. Yeah. And it gained just enough weight <laughs> that his godparents were not happy about trying to struggle him over that that water. But I was impressed. It was almost like a magician, too. I this uh, wasn't the actual priest. It was a deacon. And I don't know enough about the rules in the church. But I, I know that, of course, priests can't marry. But I guess deacons can because he went on. He's got like six kids. Okay. His deacon been busy. Anyhow, he told some uh, some very nice stories about his children and, you know, what's going on in their lives and how he's got a couple of them still living at home with him. One's like 32 and one's like 28. And they got grandkids living at the house as well. And thought to myself, how about a little less time with the Lord and more time uh, looking for a job? I'm going to get out there amongst the people. I, if I was the deacon, I'd say to the Lord, can you help my son find a gig? <laughs> you want to do us any favors? But he's a, a, ter- a terrific uh, showman. He took real tap water, just everyday tap water, and turned it into holy water right in front of us. I couldn't believe it, Lucky. Have you seen this magic trick? Uh, did you wonder why you were burning up meat there? <laughs> like he literally said, it's a jug of tap water. Does Maria even bother pinching you anymore or slapping you? Does she? I was really good about biting my uh, my my tongue, my lip. You must have been groaning. Oh, I know your heavy size. Well, no, I, I really because my mother-in-law was one over for me, and she she's really. You Religious. Know, she's very. It's it's food and God and family, right? And pretty much in that order, and so I I know to be respectful. But the moment I'm out of her ear, <laughs> and the moment I had a couple of sips of red in me at the uh, at the meal after, I I held court at the oh, table. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. People seem to be enjoying my beliefs. <laughs> I kept calling him uh, Deacon Copperfield. Anyhow, yeah, I don't, I don't know how he does it. I tried it when I got home. I tried. I tried to take ordinary tap water and turn it in. I said some words over the whole water. I'm surprised it didn't create steam. <laughs> Anyhow, it was, uh, it was all very lovely. So my Sunday was, you know, a little different than I'm used to. No doubt. And he talked about how you should, uh, you know, take one hour a week, get into the church every Sunday. I, I heard some sighing amongst all of them, <laughs> the flock. There's a lot of them are like, I'm not doing this every Sunday. Motorola is showing off a new phone it's working on with a screen that shrinks and expands. If you click a button, the bottom of it rolls out on itself. So it can be four inches to fit in your pocket or six and a half inches if you're watching a video. Does it fit on the temperature or <laughs> is this a shrinkage issue? It's something Pete Davidson doesn't have to worry about. <laughs> He's got a lot of room in his pants. You can expand that uh, Motorola up to ten inches, I guess. Anyhow, yeah, I mean, listen, I've personally never had anything as small as four and a half inches in my pants. I'll tell you that. I'm, I'm no Pete Davidson. <laughs> you turn that phone around, it looks like you're masking. 
I can take this to the full four, full six and a half. <laughs> um, it's so strange with the phone, and I know it is just the way it is now. But boy, we just watch everything on that little screen. I mean, we've got the most the, the most amazing technology when it comes to TV. Sometimes I'll go into a, a TV store. A, electronics store and i just stare like with amazement at how amazing these screens look on yeah. some of these 80 plus inch televisions we want to listen to that little sound on the back of our crappy speaker <laughs> on our phone i know it's all just convenience but it's it's so strange anyhow that'll be available i don't know is there not much difference between four Four inches and six and a half ask the ladies <laughs> and the answer is yes yeah probably uh, I tell you, I got to get my money into the fall farm business. I was talking to some family over the weekend, and uh, my niece works for a, like a like a Pingles type place. It's called Downies, but it's out in the west end of the city. Right. And I was by Pingles this weekend, and they're gonna have to do like Weber Burgers did up there near uh, Gravenhurst or wherever they are. Remember when they they bought the thing to go? People could walk across the highway. Oh yeah. Because they get so busy, they they bought the overpass yeah, for the CN Tower yeah. or whatever the hell they did. You're going to need to start parking on the other side of Taunton because that place was rammed this weekend. Like the whole fall fair or fall farm experience seems to be massively popular right now. Yeah, Pingles is in Curtis, the other side of Oshawa. Mm -hmm. And if you're heading you know, east on Taunton or Steeles through Oshawa, you, you, you go over a big hill, mm -hmm. you crest it, and you'll see the Pingles property yeah. and the cars that you'd almost think there's like the field of dreams baseball game is happening in the back 40 somewhere there. Cause it, it's a, incredible. The business that they're sliding. In. It, you know, they're going to have to literally put a, a police officer out there to, uh, to let people get in and out. Cause I just, you can buy your tickets online. Yeah. Farmmarket.com. And they're, they're all over, well. they're all over the province. I mean, I've seen them up, uh, you know, out towards new market. And as soon as you get kind of outside of the GTA, they're all over the place. But I mean, we go every year to a, a Christmas tree farm and we cut down our, uh, our tree. So it's the same kind of experience, but the numbers are never. Uh, for the tree cutting to the size that they were just for the... And they got a lot going on. They got the hay rides, and they got the go pick your own pumpkin, and they got a, something in the back. It looks like go-karts or something going yeah, on. Well, so. Yeah, they've got a lot of kids' fun activities and just trying to make it. You know, listen, family fun farms uh, have become, you know, a, a real hit all across the mm -hmm. GTA. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and and you're always looking for, for fun family adventures you can do as a family. Mm. And Pingles has done a really good job of making it family friendly and, and adding activities in there that keeps everyone happy. I think they got a liquor license, too. <laughs> Just, you know, important for some members of the family. I can only take so much pumpkin picking before Daddy needs a sip. It's my favorite time of the week. It's time to talk to the godfather of the grill. It's Ted Reader for Helinda's Meats. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Teddy, uh, a gorgeous weekend for barbecuing this past one, and uh, boy, the you know, weather seems to be decent uh, for for a, a, an extended barbecue season this fall. Oh, the extension of barbecue season is all year long, my friend. Mm -hmm. It's all year long. <laughs> but this this weather is absolutely perfect, it and uh, what a tasty weekend it was, and and we got a good looking week ahead, I think. I, uh, Ted, last week or the week before, I lose track of time, but I uh, was out at a very nice restaurant celebrating uh, the anniversary, the lovely Maria and I, and I had, for the first time, I believe, a very succulent lamb shank. I had never had that before, and I thought to myself, I wonder how Teddy Reader would prepare a lamb shank. 
Mm, the lamb shank. Lamb yeah. shanks are absolutely uh, mighty tasty, mm -hmm. mighty tasty. And so, well, traditional lamb shank is, uh, you. Uh, well, I'll just give you what I do. Okay. And there's, there's, there's a couple ways to do it. One, you can do it on your grill if you want to go and, and add in the smoke and things like that. But my wife, who, um, you know, the divorce lawyer who cooks breakfast <laughs> and who's in charge, mm -hmm. um, she, uh, she doesn't want any smoke on that lamb shank. So what mm -hmm. I do is I, I like to season the lamb, very simple, salt, pepper, garlic, and give it a quick sear in a pan and uh, to, to seal in all the juices. And then I put it into a, a roasting pan. And I'll saute off um, uh, a fine dice of onions and garlic and celery and carrot and a little bit of mushroom. And saute, sweat that all off, get it nice and tender. Uh, hit it with a bottle of red wine and bring it down, reduce it. Pour that over top. A little bit of, uh, if you have lamb stock, if not, um, beef stock will do. Touch of that in there. Cover it up and into a low oven and let it braise in that liquid nice and easy um, for anywhere between two and a half to four hours, just until that bone's going to slide right out of that meat. Oh, wow. And that's as tender as it is. Yeah. And, and it's a really easy, it's a not super expensive cut of meat to use. Okay, good to uh, know. Because they certainly charged me a lot for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they saw you coming. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you, with, with with something like a, a lamb shank, and uh, don't forget to add a little bit of fresh herbs in there, either thyme or rosemary. It goes really well with the lamb and the red wine. And 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 that's really it. You mm. you don't need to do too much. But there is there is one thing when you're looking to buy lamb shanks. There are two different types of lamb shanks. There's the four shanks that come from the front of the animal. And then the hind shanks. The four shanks, which you'll find all over the place, are a little bit smaller and less meaty than the hind shanks. Okay. So you want to go find your butcher and you want to say to him, I want the hind shanks. Because the hind shanks have the most meat, have a little bit more fat, and they tend to be a little bit more succulent than the four shanks. Ted, I, I didn't mean, know that about the shank. No, no, not at all. No, I'd only heard of shanking in prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, you mentioned herbs and using things like thyme and rosemary. And one thing that I, I've, I've never really figured out with lamb is the relation to mint. Like, I mean, I've looked it up, and, it, and I guess it's similar aromas that they have, and that's why they tend to blend well together. But personally, I find mint, like some find cilantro, can be overpowering to some meals. What What is the connection you use, or how do you use mint when it comes to lamb? Well, for if I was going to use mint and lamb, I would make uh, almost a mint chimichurri. Oh, so uh, and, and utilize that. I wouldn't make a mint sauce or a mint jelly, and I wouldn't I wouldn't make put mint in the rub because mm. mint can overpower. So you really just want it on the side so that it it adds a bit of boost to flavor. And but with the mint, you need to have some kind of acid in there. So you look at lemon juice, or you could go lime juice. Um, but lemon juice would probably be the best thing to use, and then or and a little bit of red wine vinegar, lots of garlic. Um, uh, with the mint, you don't want to just have it as all solid mint. You'd want to balance that out with another herb like parsley uh, into that so that it cuts the strength of that mint. Okay. A little bit of dill in there would be nice. Uh, 
and uh, blend it all up, and you could add a little bit of chili flake in there just for a boost of heat. And that's really what I would do with mint. Mint is is one of those herbs that you've got to be you've got to use in small doses. Mm. It can overpower. Rosemary is the same. You don't need a lot of it to have it do a lot of work. Yeah, I always I'm, I'm I'm with Lucky on it. I always feel like mint with lamb to me is much like cranberry with turkey. I right, just, I'm yeah. not a fan. I, I don't like the mixing of that sweet or whatever with the. The saltiness of the uh, the meat. Now, I guess Ted, with something like this, it's really kind of like a Sunday roast idea. So, a big pile of mashed potatoes beside it to slop up all that juice would be lovely. Yeah, for sure. You uh, and if you weren't in the potatoes, you could always try something a little bit different, like Israeli couscous. Okay, which kind of be fun. Nice thing on the side there with it. Yeah. Um, but just have fun, man. That's all it's about. Like just getting into the kitchen and cooking. Whether you go out to the grill or you stay indoors, um, make your food. Yeah. It makes it so much better than uh, than always going out for it. It's nice to go out, but sometimes you can create fantastic dishes just at home all right. yourself. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it myself because it really was good, and I can't afford to be eating at that restaurant every <laughs> every few weeks. All right, Teddy, if people want to talk to you about lamb shanks or shanking in prison or anything, you got tips on all sorts of life skills. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, you're going to find me at Tred- <laughs> Sorry, at Ted Grills. <laughs> Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.